a word and I, you know, I would try to make my, my voice sound like Eminem and I'd go to school, you know, thinking, thinking I was you're cool. saying, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. every white boy had their Slim Shady. Yeah, voice. right. So, you know, I go to school and I'm like, hey guys, look, I can sound like Eminem and some random kid, I can't remember who it was and I wish I did because I have to credit him Yeah. Uh, because he was like, yo, like you sound cool, you sound tight, but why don't you start making your own music? Definitely. And I was like, nah, you know, I could never do that. Uh, but I started sitting down with some poetry that I'd written and started putting there it onto go, the bro. mic and mm-hmm. that's how it all started. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and if you're wondering how it just kind of came in, well, we've done enough episodes. Uh, hopefully the audience is catching on. This is episode seven of Hot 16s with your host, AJ Tainer. And today my guest is personal. Uh, what's your proper city? And when I say Fullerton is a, is a pr- appropriate where, where do you fully uh, come out of? No, Fullerton is where we host uh, the events that we have uh, because one of the uh, co-founders of Game, yeah. he's stationed out of the OC okay. and uh, he utilizes his venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to Will Prolific Studio. Um, he he was the one who had garnered the venue and he had started it out as kind of a more of a venue for photo shoots and video shoots. Mm-hmm. But, Definitely. you know, once, once he had met Diesel 5001, also shout out to Diesel, that's my brother. On the one twos. Um, uh, great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diesel and Will had met, and they had started, uh, you know, bringing the open mics together and doing all of that, and mm-hmm. it started uh, garnering more attention, more of an audience. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, you know, they had asked me to come host. I went in as just an open mic artist. Yeah, for sure. Uh, at the very beginning. Um, and, you know, I just kept going, stayed consistent. You know, I'd show up early. Mm-hmm. And this is advice I need to give to artists real quick. If you are an artist and you are looking to impress anybody, of course you need to impress your fans, you need to impress the audience, but I cannot stress enough to artists that the people you want to impress the most are the production team. Because the production Mm -hmm. team are the ones that are going to keep inviting you out for future events. So I would show up early, I would help set up. Even when my performance was done, I would stay for the entirety of the show and I would ask them before I leave, hey, do you need help with anything before I go? I kept doing that, kept doing that. And eventually, you know, my relationship with Diesel had grown closer uh, Mm -hmm. from, you know, a business relationship to a friendship. Yeah, and you showed him that you wanted to be there and you were determined to be what you want to become. Exactly. So eventually they asked me to start hosting the event. Mm -hmm. Uh, I myself, I'm actually from the Inland Empire, i.e. all all day, baby. And I've been all over. I've lived in, you know, Ontario, Rancho, Rialto, San Bernardino. I've been all over the place. For sure. I mean, those are your stomping grounds. I mean, just like me, we rep the Bay Area to the fullest and be proud of where you come from, man. Oh, you know what? I got so much love for the Bay, though. You, you know what my one of he's in i don't care what anyone says he's in my top five g easy uh, from the hey, bay so well, you know, no, you, know, you, know what? you know i got love you know what i'm actually i was trying to throw this set together you know see you guys are missing i'm explaining today's set you know to my guest and pretty much um every set so far has been a little bit different right? yeah you know, we're kind of putting a twist on it like you know this was my flag that we got we finally found this thing you know yeah. everything i'm just trying to bring a more like you know it's random speakers or boom boxes they may not work but it's a good prop <laughs> <laughs> right i mean we gotta fill the space somehow yeah so i, I to back to g easy though i have these things happen i bought the album here you go i mean i might I, I, if I could run in really quick, maybe we'll chop game up after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more bonus coverage on maybe Instagram. You want to see this. But I have the original vinyl unopened still in the wrap that Jesus I bought Christ. when I was a senior in high school. Yeah. And I was 17 years old. 
and I was like, you know what? I want this vinyl because I know, like, that was really honestly before he multitude to what he did. You had the songs, a lot of that on there with ASAP Ferg. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all those were songs that really put him on the map onto that. Like, well, yeah, been on, I mean it. Exactly, like, you know, and he did his thing, and that was something I was like, oh. Well, no, and here's the thing with what I respect so much about G-Eazy, because, you know, he has a lot of his songs where it falls into mm-hmm. that category of you know, pussy, money, weed type music. I mean, he's but the James he, Dean of rap. Yes, but the, like, so, you know, he was saying what everyone says, mm-hmm. but in such a unique, cool way mm-hmm. that, you know, the verbiage he used and the, the punchlines that you had to go back and, what the hell did he just say? And again, you know, it's mm-hmm. along the same lines of what. Hey, and you know where he really gets a lot of his inspiration, and I talk about it on every episode. Uh, don't tell me. I, you got to know it. E forty too short. Uh, the third really OG, and he's looking over all of us right now. Nate. No, Mac Dre. Mac Dre, that's right. Oh, he says that in he says that in so many of his Mac, songs. Mac Dre, R.I.P. Mac Dre, yeah, R.I.P. A, yeah, yeah. Mac Dre, and he, I should have known that. I'm disappointed. No, you're all good because you're a G Easy fan. It's all good. But this is actually leaning into a question that I do do with my guests. Okay. So, I've been asking my guests like I'm trying to figure out. You know, like I've learned so much. Like I've learned a lot um, in my few months here, just getting really getting the like the gears going, actually diving in and doing what I have with my vision. I'm trying to figure out what artists are listening to. What what like what genres have I missed? Maybe I might learn an artist from you that I might start listening to, which already so far I have found some amazing music from listening to your top fives. And when I say a top five, I'm not saying greatest of all time. Just my personal favorite. Right now, what you're listening to. Ooh. Not even like, oh, this is these are the no, just what you're top no, five listening idea. to in your catalog. Right now, uh, so we don't start any drama. Okay, you know what? I I'm gonna do a top ten because I'm gonna do a okay. top five of who's currently famous, and then a top five of my favorite local artists. Okay, there we because go. Because I, I like that. I I love to shout out the locals. Hey, that's actually new on Hot Sixteens. That is actually bringing something to the table right there. Perfect. We're gonna let him run it right there, and we're gonna do two top fives. This is something we always do in every episode. So this is actually going to be a special edition of this category. Cool. I'm glad, I'm glad to be the first one to bring All that. All right. So that's what so, we're talking about. So let's run it personal. Okay. So for top five, uh, in, in no particular order either, but uh, G-Eazy, Russ, uh, Ben Riley, who he's a little underground, but super dope, super dope mm-hmm. artist. A lot of cultural advance uh, that he has under his belt. Definitely. Um Tory Lanez, I don't care what anyone says. Tory Lanez is a goat. I do want to say one thing about Tory Lanez, and I didn't even realize I knew who Tory Lanez was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a song with Dizzy Wright and Jerry Jaron Benton. Oh, long time ago. Off Dizzy Wright's mixtape, The Golden Age. Yeah. Step your game up. Hell no, they ain't change us. Don't learn on my name. And I didn't even realize that that was Tory Lanez, but that verse and that song, Mm -hmm. I mean, this was, I think, 2013. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even listen to another Tory Lanez song for I didn't even know God how long till he blew up on the, you know, platform he did, mm-hmm. you know. And that's like I'll agree with you. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Tory Lanez is actually pretty fire. Yes, he is. Continue. So we got uh, G Easy, Russ, Tory. Um, uh, ben Riley, my fifth. I'd have to say, I'd have to go with either Joiner mm-hmm. or Hobson. You know what? That is so 
not funny, but strange you say that. Yeah. I went and saw Hobson. Mm-hmm. First tour of his new label, Undercover Prodigy. Oh, I love it. And it started in San Francisco, and the second show was in Santa Cruz, California at the Catalyst. I got front row. I was the first one there. Mm-hmm. And you know who opened up for Hobson? Joyner Lucas. Oh, really? And here's the thing. This is mixtape Joyner Lucas. Before this, he blew. This is nobody knows who the hell. I was like, I ain't never heard of this guy. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. It's like almost like Polo G opening up for like, I, f- I think it was like Phoenix Lexon and now Polo G's like, you know. Yeah, way up. Way yeah. up. But Phoenix Lexon, it's one of those kind of scenarios. Yeah. You get the underground independent guy and then you, anyhow, Joyner Lucas is one of the most humble people. You know why? Because after he was going around in the crowd, hanging out with us. Like, really? Yeah, literally like, hey man, what's up? Oh, yay. You know, get out with all my music, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I mean, really, like, being interactive with us. And I saw him at the bar, and I straight up came up to him. And I wasn't being weird. I respected his face. I was like, hey, Joyner. And he immediately turned around, and he was drinking some water. I was like, dude, like, I'm really impressed by you. Like, I actually had the opportunity to, like... Have a conversation. And actually, I've never... You know, I've only done that with Chris Calico and Joyner Lucas. Chris Calico from Strange? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I got to meet him, and what he used to do with the Catalyst, which is really cool, that venue is really dope, man. If you're ever out on a vacation with some friends, or even your music gets to a really good, like, touring level, man, yeah. which I really, I mean, I, you got to stop sleeping on personal. He's got a couple <laughs> tracks out on Spotify. I always like to keep everybody out on my Spotify to the best of my ability. And no, there, you got you got a really good catalog, man. I could see you playing at the Catalyst. That's why I'm, you know, that, I'm, I'm saying you. this, you know, and... Those shows, they're just something else, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just a whole nother level. So, with your top five, you just gave me the top five. I think it was another top five of local rappers. Yes. Ooh. So, let's let's dial back a little bit. Let's finish this coverage of this special edition of the top five artists that the artist is listening to. So, who's your top five local artists? And so, I just want to solidify for the audience right now mm-hmm. so they have a better understanding. Is this local going to inquire all of Southern California, or is it going to just be LAOC? It'll be uh, LAOCIE. Okay, so just so you guys know, LA, Los Angeles County, where everyone's familiar with that, Orange County, and then Inland Empire, only the San Bernardino, it's just a little bit more tucked away from LA. Yeah. So it's just a little part out here, that some regions. So with that, further ado, spit. I want to say Diesel, but I can't because he's also my partner. That's biased. Um, but he's forever in my top five, but I'll pick five other artists just to give some love. First and foremost, I got to say, just because I am so incredible, incredibly impressed with his new album is Sonny Babel. And Sonny Babel, I have not heard of Sonny Babel. Sonny Babel, he's phenomenal. You know what? While we're here, we got to get all this jotted down because if we're doing this, actually, this sounds like fun. We'll bust these out in episodes to come. We'll do these top five. So we got Sunny Babel. Yeah. How how are we spelling that? Uh, S O N N I E. S O N N I E. B B. Uh, B A B B L E. B A B B L E. Uh, yes. I just want to verify. No, that's sure totally I'm fine. Spelling his na- name wrong. You know, and we got to mix this up too because I'm actually trying to get more artists out on these shows. Because I got my whiteboard, I got my handy dandy marker here. For the no, audience. of course, no. And I, I honestly, if you were to reach out to him, I think he would be down. Oh no, definitely. You know, so we're gonna get this. Oh, see, look, you're getting it. We're working <laughs> while we're working. I mean, I got. That's get, how you gotta do it. I mean, you know, we still we still gotta provide. You know, so 
Man, I wonder. It's I used to wonder. How about that? I used to wonder a lot of the time. I was like, how do these people do this? this yeah. Low key. You don't see it. They're really like this. They don't really put it out on camera. You know, the professionals. Yeah. But they are working while they're working. Always. And so that's something I'm really trying to learn with mm-hmm. the, with a business level is you have to always constantly be working while you're working. Always. So we had Sunny Babel, though. We're going to get this name down. If you got three more for us. Uh, yeah, well, Sunny Babel. Or Babble. no, you didn't do Diesel, so that was number one. Yeah, so Sunny Babel, and oh, and just to give a shout out to the album that he just released, uh, Tower of Babylon, f- fucking phenomenal, there every single go. track. There, it, that album is a no skip album. No skip. No skip album, song for song, just incredible. Um, second artist, I. Honestly, uh, Cam Archer. Cam Archer. And, I listen and, to a lot of Cam Archer. Okay, so Cam Archer, what's uh, what's he going for? Is it is it hip hop? What's the genre there? Oh no, he's definitely hip hop. Okay, for sure. Is it just really good underground hip hop, like a good I E O C? Uh, no, he's a uh, I E native. Uh, Sunny Babel, I E native. So what we're gonna do here on this? These were both I E natives. Yeah. Okay, so we can have it. We got some I E's. Do you want to, if, if you don't mind, are we trying to get some love out to any of these OC and LA artists? You got a couple spots Yeah, yeah, I got to I got to give it to her. Her? Frosty. 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 Just Frosty. Um, like I don't F-R-O-S-T-Y? know her personally. Uh, I don't know her personally. Her uh, Frosty? Uh, let me see. Is that what you said? Because that sounds pretty, uh, pretty, it sounds like some good club music. Uh, Frosty 5000 maybe? Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that name. So Frosty Five Thousand. Yeah. All Frost, no ice. Frosty. Shout out Frosty Five Thousand. That's like such a bossy name. Yeah. Well, no. And like so, that ca- that catches my eye. Like you, de- I feel like you're definitely throwing down on a track. No, she's uh she's incredible. I mean, I I've never met her personally, uh, but I do have to say because we uh, we were talking about. Oh, by the way, the game festival. Uh, we are in the talks of starting a festival, so there is that. Yes, uh, you know we're going to be there covering that all the time with the good media yes, sir. presence for game. But uh, D- uh, Dill, Will and Diesel, <laughs> <laughs> Will and Diesel, uh, they, you know, we were talking about possible artists that we wanted to bring out, Definitely. and uh, Will had suggested Frosty. There we uh, go. And I was like, "Who's Frosty?" You know, I've never, I've never heard of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they gave me a link to her Instagram. I checked out her music, and she's just. Oh, she's 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 a threat. Honestly, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's we got Sunny Babel, Cam Archer, Frosty. Uh, trying to think of another OC native. I oh no, well, no, he's famous, famous. Um, but I was gonna say Fora. 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 Um, but let's not count him in the local. Okay, so are we still at three right now on the local uh, Southern uh, st- California? Yeah. Okay, so we're at. It was Sunny. Cam and Frosty Five Thousand. Yeah, let me let me go through my Spotify work. All right, man. Whatever you got to do, you know. And while and while personal is uh, getting those other two artists together, I just want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Uh, so far, we're off to a great start here. Um, oh, you know what? Oh, okay. I do have an OC native. OC. Ag. Ag. Okay. Ag. And okay. Uh, he's we're... actually been involved in some of our game events. Uh, incredible lyricist. Okay. Uh, okay. And one of the realest artists that I've ever met on and off stage. AG. AG. See, my, 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 well, my, my abbreviation of my real name, Andrew, is AJ. So, I mean, ooh, that little connection. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like if, some, if someone was drunk, be like, AG. 
You know, it's like AJ or AG or something yeah. like that. Like, and they faded. So, gotcha. no, I like that. So, we're right now, though, we are at four, though. I got one more. We got one more slot. To top off this special he's a, edition of the top five, he's about to he's about to pop. He's about he's to pop. About to pop. So don't sleep on him. Like don't sleep. But he he just got he just recently got signed to Death Row Records. King Dope. King Dope. King Dope. And I uh, I have a song with him that'll be coming out soon. Uh, I'm just working out uh, the music video that I wanna that I wanna publish with the song. Uh, but King Dope, he's Ooh, just shout out Snoop Dogg for recognizing good talent. Oh yes, sir. That, you know, it's it's really interesting. I've I've been watching a lot of Snoop's interviews yeah. with what he's doing with Death Row, and I don't know if you're familiar with the metaverse at all, or oh, cryptos or anything uh, like cryptos, that. Cryptos, yes, the metaverse they're trying to build. No, he's essentially I he broke it down on on the on the Full Send podcast. Those shout out, you know, Nell, you know, you guys are great. You guys are funny as fuck. But um, no, those guys had Snoop on. Mm. I peeped in really quick. It's probably one of the few episodes of their podcast I've really watched the whole thing out. Like, yeah. I actually was really interested in it. Mm. Essentially, what Snoop is doing is the reason why he took a lot of those classic Death Row records off mainstream servicing platforms is, like, simply this. You know how you and me are artists? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't we love to have, like, a feature with Snoop Dogg? Yeah. That'd be sick, right? So, literally, you can go out. He's slowly releasing them out into the metaverse in the sandbox. And you have this access to this metaverse, and you know you go and you buy these like they're almost like sample packs. Like you'll buy a loop, right, for like sandbox, like the the crypto. Like you're using your cryptocurrency in the metaverse. It's peer to peer mm-hmm. trading. So you have it. It's like an, a digital NFT, essentially. So not only do you own the rights to that, and it's in your wallet, you now have a loop hook on your beat from Snoop Dogg. And it's allowing artists, like he said, the reason what really caught his eyes, there was some South Korean DJs mm. that took a bunch of it and bought a couple of them and some other artists and made this ED. And he was like, I think was going hard as fuck. Yeah. And when he saw that, he's like, give access to all artists to have that capability to not only grow as an artist, but make money at the same time. Because when you make that art, you know, you make so many of those digital collectibles, not only when you sell them, you're making royalties on it and you're making, you know, like... I, I could see where that would be beneficial mm-hmm. from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. which is always something that it's, artists it's, should be looking yeah, out for. Yeah, it's trying to – he's trying to start like a whole new thing with, with death row independent going mainstream. Yeah, but what I will say about that is I do feel that will take away from the sense of – because if, if anyone and everyone has access, yeah, it's kind of like – how do you know at that pivotal moment that mm-hmm. like you know you've been popping locally for a little while and you have one of the artists that you look up to Definitely. hopped on a song specifically for you exactly you know what i mean i feel like it kind of because that that's one of those you know milestone moments where you're like oh my god i've looked up to this artist for years definitely and he did a song with me definitely so now if you if anyone and everyone has access to you know these certain artists I, I feel like it kind of takes away from the gravity of that moment. Definitely, you know what man. I mean. Yeah, and that and that that's like a really well put, like that you put that very well. Thank you. Yeah, like I mean, see, like the, the also the fun thing too when we have these sit downs too. Not only is the artist dynamic brought out in the show, this is such a better way for me because I always tell people like, you know how say for instance, you read something about an artist. Yeah. 
that's someone's perception of the artist. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm ever, like, how many artists that I've listened to, like, how many questions I have for them, if I ever have that opportunity to ask them. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm, like, getting the chance to, you know, feel you and be like, okay, wow, he's from the Inland Empire, you know, but all right, you know? Those are questions I want to know, like, who you are. Yeah. What are you about? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to do, you know? Um... As far as the music or outside of the music? Just music in general as a whole. You know, like, you know, your personality and bringing everything that you're trying to shape. Like, what you're trying to present to the world. Um, it, 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 honestly, and I, this is a big reason why I chose the name Personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, when I first started making music, you know, I've gone by different names over the years. You know, I've been Definitely. at this for nine, ten years, a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of finding who I was so you know originally when I was young you know when I was you know 15 years old yeah I was going by Reckless Richie at the time Reckless uh, uh, sorry Reckless Richie Reckless Richie hey I like that though I mean, <laughs> hey, every artist has a start I mean right now I'm if, if for all my audiences you know you've seen I've done my open mics my stage name is PBP it's an acronym for painting bigger pictures yeah I feel like that's what I'm trying to present but hey man we all gotta start yeah, somewhere exactly uh, after that, I started going by Enigma, which it just wasn't taking well. Uh, you know, I was a little older. I was like 17, 18. Uh, and then from there, I, I forget what the, the other stage name that I was going by for a little while just because it, it only lasted for a cool second. Definitely. Uh, before the persona of personal came about. And it's... It all kind of started with the fact and the reason why I spell it. You know, I spell it P-E-R-S-I-N-A-L. Yeah. Uh, The reason I spell it like that and why every word is capitalized except for the I is because I want to bring attention to the word sin in the Mm -hmm. word personal Mm -hmm. to show, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm, you know, I'm a sinner. Mm -hmm. I'm growing. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Um, while also being able to remain personal in my songs in the sense of I can make it relatable to people who are going through loss, heartache, uh, breakups or personal like, oh, you know, I'm you know feeling this girl. You know, I have a lot of songs that talk about the ups and downs of relationships. I also like to get very personal. I like to talk my shit. Exactly. Especially if I'm offended. So. <laughs> so, hey, there we go. Uh, Let's go. But, uh, you know, the, the persona of personal was also, it was a, it was a confidence booster for me. Definitely. Man. You know, I, as someone, you know, growing up, uh, you know, I had a lot of history of being bullied mm-hmm. uh, because I, I think I was at the time just a, a little too ahead of my time. I, I was too smart for my own good as a young child. Definitely. Um, and, you know, I was bullied a lot. I was picked on a lot. I didn't have a lot of confidence growing up. And I started finding myself in hip-hop. I started finding my confidence. I started finding the person who I was. Uh, but personal in of itself. Uh, the Just the, the aura behind... Who personal is. Yes, it just... Um, I don't know what it was. You know, I don't want to say it made me arrogant, even though there are some songs that I write where arrogance is kind of portrayed in the music. Um, But it was really more so, again, just finding that confidence level of, I can fucking do this. Exactly. I can take it to that next level. That's where I'm at right now in my life right now, dude. I'm trying to figure out how I can perpetuate myself. Like, dude, I actually just got my first feature. Mm. Uh... I just went and presented myself. Mm-hmm. I took a chance. Yeah. I put myself in a whole new world. 
of going to the fashion district in downtown Los Angeles. Got it. I'm from the Bay Area. I'm from a very remote place, you know. So it, it's overcoming, like, those type of situations, like you say, where you want to go to that next level. Yeah. You have to be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting my first feature shout-out, Venn City. Um, I went and did some little coverage, you know, for their little pop-up. And they yeah. have um, kind of like these art, like, alley... It's like a non-profit, and they're in, like, New York, mm-hmm. I think Texas, and they just had the, the show I went to was their grand opening for their... Um, L.A. location. Yeah, in, in the Santee, mm. um, if you're familiar with that. Mm. Um, I'm new to all this, so I'm learning my names and my little districts and stuff, and I really didn't even understand, I guess, at the time, what, like, what I was really being a part of. Yeah. And I guess I really fit in, and it was really great, and, you know, they had me out on their little recap video, you know, really, I felt like they really represented... Uh, my little three seconds in that video uh, mm. very well and just shout out you know for Ven City for recognizing um, my big smile and my energy you know <laughs> that's just what I'm proud of you know yeah. and that's that's what I want to bring you know it's like yeah. how can I pop up so with these questions I've asked so far we've had some fun it's been great it's been an awesome time but uh, where where do you see right now with your music I remember we were talking when we had first met uh, shout out to Aladies the Great Oh, mm. shout out LEDs. Um, he's another one that's really pushed me to another artistry level, which I love. I love I love artists that want to, you know, push each other to new yeah. levels. That is also something artists need to look for. If you don't have people like that in your circle that are trying to push you to do better, mm-hmm. I don't think you will perform well. N- well, and I actually, I touched base on this because we recently also started doing uh, interviews for the performing artists at the, the game night events. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they had interviewed me. And one point that I brought up is, you know, of course you want to show as much love as you can. But mm-hmm. you also, as an artist, you need to make sure that you're surrounded by people that also want to watch you succeed. Definitely. Because if you don't have that in your circle... And, you know, you're trying to do this alone. It can be done, but it makes it so much more difficult without having a solid, like, backbone behind you. Definitely. You know, you need that driving force mm-hmm. of te- of a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it really boils down to. You need a team. Definitely. I mean, you don't need it to succeed, but it does make it easier. You know, and that's what I've really found out, too. And you know what? This is something I learned from my father is you, is you got to keep not like it's not the biggest circle right yeah you really gotta know who that core yeah your core is you know and when he said it to me he's like you have your core literally your abdomen think about it like that how tight and compact it is you want that to be your core yeah just really you know and i have a really good support system and i can tell you i have really good support here at home Mm -hmm. i have really good um, friends so far that I've met from all of this and it's really great and I'm really it just it keeps you going yeah. and it keeps you to me too it keeps you kind of balanced almost because you know you have people there that care yeah that's a big thing too is artists care about each other mm-hmm. I've really learned you know and like I've had a lot of artists now starting to reach out to me even on like hey man you know we'd like to see you out there you know get you out there you know, they're, they're like making sure I'm good, you know, mm. invite me, you know, that's just, they don't have to do that. No. You know, it's like, you got to keep it to whatever level you want to keep it to. But I feel like I've learned an artist. Everyone cares about each other. Be, well, mainly 90%. I don't want to say all artists yeah. because you do have some artists that 
unfortunately get a bigger head than they should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to say, especially in the local scene within, you know, LAOCIE, is about 90% of them remember just how they started. They mm-hmm. know what it's like to, like, how do I get on these events? Oh, how do I do this? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. And so they they are very prone to lending out a helping hand because they know what it's like to be at square one. Definitely. They remember what it was like to be at that first stage of, okay, I've established myself that I want to do this. What the fuck do I do now? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, most I of mean, us will once you remember get it that. going, exactly. Yeah. Like, what do I do now? All right, I'm here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so... Okay, universe, do your thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, fall yeah. in open arms. No, it's never like that. Work no. hard. Run your paper up. I'm going to hand you that shit. Yeah. Man, the YouTube audience is probably loving this one. <laughs> Audio audience, we love you. This is for the Spotify, though. You know, you can only hear so much. I feel like always you got to you gotta learn my guests. Like, if you want to learn the guest, you got to hop up, switch over really quick. I still, got, I still, I still get the, the view on Spotify, so don't feel, oh, I didn't want. No, it's good. Hop on over. Mm. You're missing out. We're having fun. Interaction. Human interaction is great. We're going to keep this thing rolling here. We've got a lot of... A couple more good questions I could ask you. Okay. Um, you know, it seems like so far what I've gotten out of you, you, you have a, you know, a political view and this and that. Do you want... Do you put politics in your music or do you keep it out? Uh, that I do try to keep out because... Okay, here's the thing. My mouth gets me in trouble a lot. With personal conversations. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, he's on, and he's on a podcast and his name's personal. This is going to be great. Um, you know, there was a... Because I, I do... I do uh, you know, I'm involved in the production for a couple of events. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm the host and uh, co-founding member, uh, member, member of GAME. Uh, I stage manage for Wavy and Fresh. Definitely okay. Uh, and I got to introduce you to them, by the way. Okay, uh, definitely. So just uh, remind hey, me on Instagram. Well, hey, but really quick though, so the audience can uh, hear that. Who who are they again? Uh, Wavy and Fresh. Okay. Um, they are both uh, hip hop artists on their own, but they're also curators of um, a multitude of events. Uh, they're uh, they're phenomenal promoters. Uh, they really like to show love to the local scene. It's Definitely. all and only local artists and local DJs. That's um, dope. I know that they uh, cultivate multiple venues, but the one that I stage manage for is for the world-famous Doll Hut out here in the OC, Anaheim. So um, wait, the, the the doll head. I'm still new to all these locations yeah. down here. We'll definitely have to tap in on that. But let's continue with the, these two. It's, is it two gentlemen? The, two may, gentlemen. I may say, you know, yes. with our terms these days, that of we course, gotta watch our mouth. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> got to be very PC hey, nowadays. Hey, we try to bring that. We always want to represent everybody, and don't forget that we always are learning every day with each other. Yes. Okay. So uh, continue. But you know, I stage manage for them. And I used to be uh, used to be the host for uh, Pomona Loud. Yeah, yeah. And Pomona Loud is what exactly? Uh, Pomona Loud is run by uh, an amazing woman. Um, she goes. I, I don't. I don't know if she's comfortable with her uh, government name being put out. Hey, but you know what? It, at all discretion, if 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 you feel that way, we we, we can give shout outs later. But if I it's well, I, I can I can shout out the the name that she goes by. She goes okay. by uh, Il Cruz. Okay. Um, shout out Il Cruz. Shout out, out here on Hot Sixteens. We always represent and try to shout out everybody on every episode. So shout out Il Cruz. Uh, she, you know, really brought together a community of local Inland Empire artists and giving them a platform, especially, and not just hip-hop, 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, like uh, folk music. Um, not not country. I don't know what subgenre it would fall under, but you know, singer songwriters that just play guitar. Uh, Is it more vocal? Vocal, yes. Uh, poetry. Uh, a lot, lot of, of har- harmonic tones and a yeah, lot of yeah. a lot of using their diaphragms and yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, um, you know but so like you that. know I used to be the host of that event hey I, and you got to start some unfortunately uh, being more involved in the hip hop end I can be aggressive I can be as bad I mean you've seen me at Fullerton oh. if I see if I see the crowd not cheering yeah I'm on this this, this man I will tell you this all due respect when you go to his show you you it, a crowd, um, he wants to be involved with the crowd. Yes. And I will give him to that because <laughs> you, it, literally, even if you're like 15 feet away from that audience and he doesn't even feel your energy is close enough to him, he has just this way of being like, hey, y'all, you know, we're out here. Let's go pop in and have some fun here yeah. a little bit. You know, wrap up and let's have some fun. Yeah. This guy just has a certain way. It's almost <laughs> like you're, it's not like you're Thanos. But you can, like, you can summon us. You're like, ugh. You're like, hey. You're just like, ugh. Wait. No vibe? Let's go find yeah, the vibe. Yeah, we're like, no vibe? We're changing that right now. Yeah, hey, but, but I, I can be, I can be a little aggressive about it. Yeah. Pomona Loud being more of a crowd that's uh, full of uh, more... LGBT kind type or oh no and I you know and I is it like a did you offend someone well here's the thing so they're more and I I don't say this in a derogatory way and I don't say this in an offensive way but it is more of a sensitive crowd yeah you know they're more they're more prone to politically correct yes yeah Uh, but they're also is a term we'll use here well no but when I say sensitive I mean that they're more they're more keen to showing emotion than some of the hip-hop events. Okay. Because the hip-hop events, you know, it's always, you know, rowdy, kind of a good time, loud. Uh, this is more like, you know what, I can show who I am behind closed doors in Definitely. a public setting. Eventually, the personality that I have just wasn't meshing well. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone was offended. Um, and, okay. Uh, you know, Ill Cruz had come to me privately, and it's all love. You know, I, I harbor no ill feelings, uh, but she had let me know that someone was offended. So, out of respect for her and her event, uh, and this is something I need to encourage artists to do. It is not always about you. Exactly. And this is the mentality that I took, mm-hmm. uh, because at the end of the day, you know, this is still an event that she worked her ass off to uh bring together mm-hmm. and i didn't want to be the cause of negative and backlash. spoiling it yeah. for her all so her hard work. I, yeah you know respectfully said you know what then i will take myself away from hosting like i wish you all the best i don't want to be the reason you get negative uh, feedback or negative response so i took myself out um but and that's what i mean where just somehow some way uh, my mouth has been getting me in trouble uh, you know, certain jokes that I've made here and there that mm-hmm. some people don't find humorous mm-hmm. uh, for good reason. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm trying to be more, I'm trying to be more open-minded to the fact that, you know, things that I might find humor in can be offensive to someone else because they've lived in a situation where it has brought them pain. Definitely, That's something sure. I'm trying to be more mindful about. For sure. No, that's great. Hey, and you know what? I'm actually, we're all learning together, like I said to my audience. I'm constantly learning. You know, I'm constantly, you know, every day is new for me. I I learn so much about people, especially in these last, like, I feel like it all started, uh, you know, when Trump got elected. I, I don't know why, but I just really feel like everyone's emotions really came out. 
and and everyone really told us how they really felt. Yeah. You know, and I just I that's where I just was like, man, okay, like for sure, this is how the song I have to live now. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about it. All right. Um. Yeah, it really did bring to light the prejudice that is still prevalent in the United States. Definitely. Uh, you know, I'm not a Trump fan. You know, I did. On a side note, you know, I could at least appreciate what he did for the economy. Yeah. But he, that he, was it. He has pros and cons, just like yeah. every president. And that's what I try to tell people is like, yeah, people hate him. But there are things that always get pushed away. Yeah. You know, they're always going to make him the bad guy. No, of course. But and for a good reason. I mean, like I said, yes, you know, he bettered the economy. But other than that, uh, again, uh, the amount of prejudice that came about because of his election and his presidency was atrocious to say the least um and especially being involved in such a culturally diverse area that we are in in the hip-hop industry you know i had i had to watch people that i hold very dear to me who are you know of hispanic descent african descent um the trials and tribulations that they had to observe during Trump's presidency that, you know, of course, you know, I always try my best to keep in mind and I always try to put myself in their shoes. But as, you know, a white male, you know, that is something I can never fully understand. It's hard to do. And I get that every day. They, they, people always tell me you'll never understand as a white masculine, you know, man, it's like, well, I'm sorry. I wasn't, I didn't get to choose how I came into this world. No, of course. But that's something that I do want to bring up that, we do have to accept the fact that there are certain pains and certain aspects that we will never truly understand and we can try our best to, but you know, you, you always hear the arguments from, you know, white males. Oh, well, you know, I understand this because of this. And no, you don't, you will never understand unless you can 100% be in their shoes. And that's something that I try to stress because, you know, I, I mean, even growing up, you know, my best friend, you know, African descent. Okay. And growing up, like, I've seen for myself how we would walk together and people would look at us funny. Oh, of course. Or I would get treated... Different. Differently than he would. Because you were hanging out with an African-American. And I never understood. Well... And that's something mm-hmm. that we do have to accept that, you know, we just... We... We're, get, we're moving into different times. Yes. And it's happening very fast. And I feel like the reason why there's so much drawback and so much, um, I guess you could say, disagreeable. People people are really happy about... Well, it's happening very fast. It ha- people think... Well, don't people think. People want it to happen. Yeah. You need to know how to say this. You need to know how to do this. You need to know how to... When it's right and wrong to say something. You know, it's one, it's now, now, now. Yeah. But, you know, those were the the politics that I wanted to kind of bring in with music and, you know, kind of talking about that. I feel like we really covered a lot of great, uh, great finger right there. Yeah. Gave the audience, you know, a different, you know, these artists, like, you may hear them say some derogatory things, you know, but in the end, listen to them. Yeah. You know, like. Well, I mean, and I, I, I can say I'm a prime example of that. You know, I use yeah. a lot of derogatory terms towards females yeah. <laughs> that 
at the end of the day, like I'm a hopeless romantic at heart. I, I don't even think out of even anger I've ever referred to a female as a bitch. Yeah. But in the music, you know, is you know, it's just a fun word to say. It's Hey, uh, you know, I mean, even in No Fry, you know, little bitch was giving my drip too hard. You oh, know, there a, we go. There's a bar for yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's almost, you know, I've been paying attention to artists that have been able to cultivate, you know, a very big following without having to use derogatory terms. Definitely. And that's something that I have actually been trying to portray in my own music, aside from the club, because the club is the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I've been trying to find better ways to express my views without, you know, cursing, excuse me, uh, without cursing or without derogatory comments. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's definitely, see, that's definitely something we all want to work towards, you know, we gotta, all want to better ourselves. Yeah. You know, but... We're getting we're getting on a good roll here. It's been definitely a fun show so far. We got a few more minutes here on this episode. It's been fun. We got the bonus coverage running still. YouTube audience is tapped in, and we are here. We are still live, um, and yeah, we're out here. We're always out here doing these shows wherever we can. You know, episode seven personal. We've been getting personal. I feel like we really got deep on that. You know? <laughs> I feel like we were really starting to really levitate on a different level there that was it was fun that, those were great topics but that's what it's about dude you know like i had a friend tell me he's like you know man he's like i feel like you're really aiming towards hip-hop i'm like well yeah i'm aiming towards hip-hop that's the main topic of all this but you know he's like why can't you just like dive in and not even it's not like talk about something different but almost you got to bring like a other aspect you know yeah so that's where i've been trying to learn especially with my guests is trying to ask these questions you know but also like have it be hip-hop related but then we can have fun with it and be like okay let's talk you know and then yeah. let the audience find who you are you know of course let you express it because i don't want to have to be the one that has to write some like uh paper or some like review for a media page to give to my boss and yeah and hope it sounds good and then you like it no let's let the artist tell the audience how we do it you know and how i've always told you how we do it we out here just gigging <laughs> we live in Norwalk in my garage. Uh, you know, like episode seven, lucky yeah. number seven. And I feel like this was a good, good uh, guest to have out here for this show. But without that being said, I do have a good question for you. Of course. With your whole festival, like, do you, uh, where are you guys, like, if, if I'm allowed to ask this on the show right now, where, <laughs> where are you guys, like, trying to get this all, like, battened down? Like, do you guys uh, have some locations and some venues you're looking at? I, I don't want to say too much. Yeah. Uh, because, like I said, it is still in the planning stages. There we go, okay. Um, but uh, I can say that we do have a venue in mind for the OC. Okay. And we do have a venue in mind for Riverside, California. Okay. So I-E-O-C. Yeah. Kinda, you guys are up in the air. but Yeah, but you know we're still trying to keep it local enough that the artists that we want to bring can out... Can make it. Can make it, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I think the biggest uh, trial and error that we've had so far... Um, because once it comes to putting on a festival, of course, you know, we love the game nights and we're going to oh, keep yeah. that. We're going to keep that monthly. Yeah. But you guys have been very, consistent. we need to, we need to, you know, we're trying to find the artists that can gather a large enough crowd to fill the capacity that we're trying to bring out. Are you talking about it? You're up your game nights. 
well, I mean, the Up Our Game Nights, they have been growing consistently. Yeah. They have been. But for the game festival, yeah. we're trying to aim for, I believe, the minimum we have set for ourselves at the moment. At the minimum is 300 people okay. to come out. Yeah. Uh, That's a good goal. That's yeah. a good start for a first annual music festival. Because, yeah. I mean, you see what these festivals turn into. Exactly. Especially once they start getting the ball rolling. Oh, my God. Like, I, I used to go to these things when I was a little younger, but, like... Yeah, I, I it, hip hop festivals are actually on a whole other level. They're yeah, they like, are definitely. Yeah, Rolling Loud, all those yeah. good ones. But you know, we'll have fun with it. We'll keep it to that. We'll keep it on the hush hush. <laughs> he gave you just a little bit on the insider on the show. Thank you for tapping in on that, and just of stay course. tuned because game night they they're definitely gonna put up pretty fun show i can yeah. already feel that i mean i have fun when i go to your open mics <laughs> i can't even imagine what they're doing at these at these festivals and what yeah. they have plans so but uh without further ado though man um what uh with uh with your sets like how can artists um for my audience if i have any artists out there listening today okay how can um how can they get in tune with you if maybe you know they have music that they can share with you maybe if they are trying to work and get on a set or maybe you work out something with them that they can get out and be at the game night or we can get them out there and more involved with these shows uh honestly uh the advice that i would give other than artists that we already know on a first name basis Mm -hmm. that we bring out for the performances because we know okay you know they're gonna be a good time okay they're gonna be a good performer okay they will be able to entertain the crowd um for artists that we don't know, we bring them out for the open mics. Yeah. And generally, uh, we do like to see some consistency, so we are paying attention. If they show up two or three times, mm-hmm. are they bringing their best foot forward every time that they come? Are they putting on a show, even if there's... A, because <clears throat> with the game nights, it's hit or miss. We have people that will start showing up early just like that, or people don't really start showing up until about an hour after we had started the event. So are you still going to put on 110% energy for two people as you would for the 50 or 60 people that come out at the end of the night? Mm-hmm. We're paying attention to all that. Mm-hmm. You know, there are multiple variables, mm-hmm. uh, variables. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the biggest thing that we look for is consistency. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so I would, I would encourage artists that if you're interested in uh, being a part of the performances, come out for the open mics. Keep coming out for the Please. open mics. And show us that in front of two people, 50 people, 60 people, 100 people, 400 people, you will give the same energy because that's what we're looking for. Definitely. Um, As far as the sets, um, I do encourage artists to always have a plan B and a plan C. Definitely. You know, if you go in with one song and only that one song in mind, but it's not the right target audience for that song... Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was your plan B? That's, <laughs> you know, what, I, that's what I'm learning, and that's yeah. what I've actually found in, uh, I guess you could say, me and my young artistry. I don't know if that's the proper term, but um, I've just always been like you've learned from me. I've been a freestyler. That's all I really had because I didn't have all that woo-wah-woo-wah, you know, going in the studio. You know, it's, well, let's spit. Yeah. You know, let's let's bring it back a little bit to being like, you know, a bar spitter. So, But of what I found, though, is like you're saying, you got to be in tune and find that audience. Yeah. And that's something you got to find in yourself, but not only find in the crowd. There's so many multitudes to it. Exactly. And I feel like there's so many artists, like, that's what I've learned, is they're all trying to pick and prod at a different, like, I mean, it's almost like they're fishing. Yeah. You know? And they want that, and they want that big mouth bass, but 
Well, and but here's the thing too, and something I, I like to try to uh, tell artists, especially who are in, mm-hmm. you know, the early development stages. Safe topics that will always be relatable for everyone. Definitely. Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. Money trouble. There we go. And having a good time with friends. There we go. Those three topics. If yeah. you can, if you can make a song out of one or all of those topics always will be received well yes you know of course i have you know i have my feel-good songs i have the club songs i have the heartbreak songs and those are always the ones that i bring out but you know i have my songs where i talk about mental health awareness i talk about depression i talk about adversity i Mm. talk about um you know struggle and not everyone can relate to those things so i will save those for the events that i go to where i see okay these artists are really talking about that they're getting a good response okay i'll bring that song out and i have a catalog prepared Mm -hmm. that way you know i could switch out songs like you know what never mind i'm paying attention to the crowd how they're reacting to these artists don't really want to do this song so i'll throw in a different song and say you know what okay here's my set list definitely definitely for sure but it's also difficult to gauge that if you're the first or second artist performing (laughs) so you know you got it you also have to play it by you know i don't want to say judge a book by its cover but you know if you're going to a hip-hop event that's more of a club theme there you go you know you're not going to talk about the depression mm-hmm. because everyone's there to have a good time yeah they're not trying to be sad at the club exactly so <laughs> it's, it's also about gauging not only the audience but what's the theme of the venue what is it representing mm-hmm. um and so you know that also goes into an artist doing their research on the event itself Mm -hmm. what is the general vibe who are the artists that go perform and who are the artists that go and perform and do well there you go that's how you do man yeah and i feel like you guys have really captivated that well i feel like you've brought a lot of cool artists too um after i've done both of my open mics i've seen i mean a, a couple of people i mean let's take it back really quick you know i got this you know lovely california republic flag out here so proud of my state that taxes me up the ass and <laughs> fuck you california <laughs> but i love it here <laughs> yeah but i fucking love it here but anyhow no this right here you know the audience already knows so personal this right here this is our wall this is our shrine this is the you know this is oh you the- got the vibe crew sticker that's yeah cool. so you know i everybody i meet i try to get some memento i have a few more a couple more laying around here you know i'll show you after but you know we got Got my friends here. This is Skunk Funk right here. They're a ska reggae band out of Vallejo, California. These guys would be, I mean, they're a live band. These would be great vibes. You know, if you're ever looking for people to fill your set, definitely check uh, their music. It's awesome. You know, my boys, OKL, Flow Scent. I met them out at a show in Commerce. Same show, Jenny from the Beach. She actually has a syndicated radio show. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we got everybody, I try to, I always want to, you know, Huggy, you've featured Huggy before, oh, yes, so this is, you know. Honestly, met, he's a, he's one of my favorite performers, personally. Yeah. I met Huggy at game night, shout out Huggy, we're actually on Friday, tomorrow, we're having Huggy here tomorrow night. Very for, nice. For a Friday night episode, it's going to be fun, you know, it's going to be Friday night, we're going to be here vibing. Um, Vibe Crew, we also met, and we were planning a show with them, they're very busy, and we're working with them to get them out here but yeah, this is uh, something I'm working on filling up, and hopefully the more shows and the more people that come through here on the set, this wall will get filled up. Maybe we'll get a new camera angle one of these days, but for right now, you're rocking with what we got. 
We're out here with Personal. He came all the way from the Inland Empire out here to Norwalk, and we can't thank him enough again. (laughs) Shout out to him. Shout out to everything he does over at Game Night. Shout out Diesel on those one-twos and uh, dealing with me and getting my, my beats up. I really appreciate you teaching me a lot. I'm learning. No, and he's a he he he's one of the gatekeepers in the yeah. Empire. Yeah. Um. So any advice that Diesel gives mm-hmm. to anybody, I always encourage them. Yeah. Please take notes. <laughs> take notes. And, and someone honestly that willing to work with you and with his experience is real and have the patience for you. It's really hard to come by. And always appreciate someone that's willing to work with you in this industry and is that forgiving and it's like oh yeah cool let's rock with it you know well and i i think that's why the message we have as game interprets so well because it stands for general artist integrated media Mm -hmm. and the reason it came about is because we're looking (coughs) to um you know we're we're still uh, getting the ball rolling with the company but we're trying to offer artist services to artists who might not have access to photo shoots video shoots performance opportunities interview opportunities um, that sort of thing, and we are trying to build it up to bigger and better uh, events. And that's something I do want to touch on. Yeah, I just want to let my audience know that we almost are coming up to an end here, and you actually you have been filling in, rolling me into a lot of my topics I've had yeah. in my head today for the show. So, um, personal, uh, you just mentioned that you're offering you know these services and stuff, and that was what I wanted to do. Is I wanted you to shout out to your audience like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. essentially what you have to offer and uh you know just kind of really captivate like what you're doing currently right now uh for artists and how they can uh, get involved with that um well as far as me personally uh mm-hmm. on the music standpoint i offer mixing and mastering mm-hmm. um a lot of people don't know that only because they don't like to take advantage i mean it i see you just gotta network yeah but I mean, all the music that I've put out, I've mixed and mastered and engineered all of that music myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I don't do is produce beats. Okay. Um, but that is something that I offer. I also know, you know, thankfully because of Diesel and Will, I've met a lot of people that also curate other events. So any artists that want to tap in with me, there are <laughs> multiple events I could probably put you onto, um, as long as you come at me with respect. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even gotta pay me. As, yeah. as long as I, you know, I'm like, okay, you're trustworthy. I like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't feel like you're going to give my personal voucher yeah. injustice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me introduce you to so-and-so. Let me put you on over here. Let me, I mean, even at the last event with Wavy and Fresh, uh, one of the performers, uh, K-Sweet Too Sweet, um, I got her in touch with the death row artist that I mentioned earlier and said, hey, you know, I, you know, all it took was a text from me. And I said, hey, I got an artist I think you might want to collab with. What's your budget? Uh, what can you do for her? He said, I'll work with her budget as long as she's serious. Gave him, gave her his Instagram. Done deal. Boom. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Networking. Like- um, but as far as the company itself, through, yeah. uh, through Will, uh, Will does offer, you know, the photography, the videography, um, access to uh, creating merchandise uh diesel obviously also offers you know mixing and mastering studio engineering um he he honestly is the one with all of the connections as well yeah um as far as events to get popping on you know yeah. he knows people personally that deal with you know the thought fest which is the happiness of pursuit festival mm-hmm. um that sort of deal so we do have a lot of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Resources. Uh, we do have a lot of resources at our disposal. Yeah. 
Uh, so it's all about an artist. Honestly, all it takes is just DM us. Yeah. DM one of us. It's as simple as that. Yeah, definitely. And that's really awesome. And what he does too, they have a really cool creative space. And all you have to do is inquire. They'll give you all the details. You guys can iron all that out, figure out the rest. I just wanted to bring that uh, awareness to my audience because I do know I have a few people out there who have asked me about that. And I, I have, I don't really, you know, I, I didn't really have those answers for you. And I've told you I'm going to have guests and people on my show and, and people, oh, shout out, shout out to my wife too, <laughs> really quick. She's catching a shout out on the show, episode seven. You can't forget the support, like you said earlier. Of course. But without further ado, always remember to tap in personal, uh, if you can, uh, just give your handles and stuff so where people know where to find you. Yes, of course. And uh, all that. Oh, shout yourself out, man. Uh, talk um, yourself up at the end here. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny. I, I talk myself up in my music, but outside of the music, I find it uncomfortable. To, yeah. Like, I'm the worst at promoting myself. Um, you can find me on Instagram under personal official. Again, it's P-E-R-S-I-N-A-L. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, uh, all of that's all under mm-hmm. personal. Uh, you can find, I have two albums out, uh, IE Coldest and Personal Season. Uh, so if you search those, you'll find me. Um, a couple new singles, uh, Facts. Uh, the newest release is Wraith. The upcoming release, Guapo. Uh, so that's all. Oh, shout out to, I, w- I will promote myself on this one, Guapo. Good little summer club banger coming out uh, July 8th. Oh. July 8th. Okay, well, be on the lookout July 8th for that one, definitely. Um, So, everybody remember, this was Episode 7 of the Hot 16's podcast, and we can't thank you enough for tuning in. Um, I feel like, you know, just looking at everything so far, I feel like we're slowly starting to build Mm. some momentum here, man. So, you know, it's really dope that we can get him out here, and I'm glad that he's even, you know, he sees just a little bit enough to me to be a guest out here. It's really dope, personal. This was definitely a great time, man. Of course. Thank you for coming out out here to the 562 all the way from the Inland Empire. I know you're so honorable about it. No, no. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem, man. You're welcome with warm arms here, man. And just like how you have welcomed me into your creative space to be creative. I mean, we can't thank you enough. So without further ado, Spotify, we're going to have to let you go. I'm AJ Tainer. I'm your host of the Hot 16s podcast. And you just tapped in with me in personal. I'll, I'll do it one time for the for the Spotify audience. My my little slogan uh, before I start every verse, the let's get personal. Okay. <clears throat> but I'll do it in the personal voice. All right. This is uh, right here. He's, he's checking his voice. So on three, I'll count him in. One, two, three. Let's get personal. All right. There we go. You heard it. Let's get personal. Thank you for tuning in today, Spotify. We love you. We'll see you on the next episode. It's going to be a fun one. Yalla mean. See you later, baby.